in brightest day, in blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's life. Pretty cool, huh? Hi, everybody. I'm Chad Bokelman. I'm Mark Marble. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 207. Breaking news. To all the ships at sea. It was announced today, yes? Or was it yesterday? Yesterday. It was yesterday. Black Monday, people. Black Monday. The days are just blurring together. Um... Yes, it was announced yesterday that after issue number 40s, uh, the Red Lantern title, the New Guardians title, and shockingly, the Green Lantern Corps title will be their number 40 issues, will be their final issues of the series um, in preparation for what's coming uh, later, whether it be regards to Green Lantern itself. Or con- did the DC event Convergence? Um, not sure. We're at, at this point. Would it be would it be fair to say, Mark, that we're not sure if not sure, not necessarily what we think, but we're not sure if these titles are coming back post Convergence? It's just the these with number forties. These three titles are are done. That is correct. As of now, all all that is certain. All that is certain. Is that core Red Lanterns and New Guardians end after issue 40? So we have no confirmation whether there's going to be any other Lantern books that's that basically a, a relaunch of other Lantern titles, or whether it's like some of these books are going to be just you know given the old new number one treatment and relaunched. Basically, because we don't know what convergence is, you know, there's a lot of I mean, we know what this we know the con kind of the concept of it. We don't know what the repercussions of convergence are at this point, and because a lot of people, I guess, are kind of speculating that it, it's certainly not going to be like a crisis on infinite Earths kind of shaking up the status quo, but it might be, it might be DC's way of kind of like, kind of doing like a zero hour kind of thing, where it's kind of like trying to fix some of the problems that their last relaunch or the last new universe launch kind of have, you know, the problems that have kind of stumbled that they maybe didn't think they were there or. or or as we know, they really didn't plan it out as well as maybe they should have. And this could be convergence, could be a way of trying to get rid of some of the inconsistencies and continuity. And that might be why uh, some of these, so many books are being wiped out in one fell swoop. And with the anticipation, of course, that regardless of whether any of the titles are not just the Lantern titles, but whether any of the canceled titles get completely relaunched uh, or not, we just know that there's gonna, they're down a lot of books at the after this month, and then there's mm-hmm. in the March solicit, so there's going to definitely be more titles coming out after Converge- Convergence. Right. We just don't know what's going on, what they're going to be yet. For the record, guys, the titles outside of Green Lantern Corps, Red Lanterns, and New Guardians are Swamp Thing, Infinity Man in the Forever People, Star Spangled War Stories featuring G.I. Zombie, Secret Origins, Trinity of Sin, World's Finest, Arkham Manor, Aquaman and the Others, Clarion, and Injustice Gods Among Us Year 3, a digital first series. Uh, and also, just uh, the reason I saved it for last, 
Batwoman. The reason I'm mentioning Batwoman is because Batwoman has finally introduced Ragman into the New 52. Uh, and it looks like that storyline, once that storyline is over, that's when they're canceling Batwoman. So I don't know where those characters are going. I don't know. The only reason I mention it, of course, is because of my Ragman blog, which I'm working on, yes. Uh, and this is the only mention you're going to get of it get of it here on the show. That's not the focus of this episode. Uh, but that, those are sure the, it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> those are Subtle the titles. Chat. Subtle. Those are the titles that are going to be disappearing uh, as of March uh, with final issues. Uh, the only one that really jumps out of me as a surprise outside of the Lantern titles, uh, I will not mention Batwoman because I've only really read like two issues, so I can't really count it as a surprise or not. The only one that really jumps out to me is actually Aquaman and the others. Uh, I've heard really good things about that series, so I'm kind of surprised to see it go away. I would say Swamp Thing probably would be the one that would have surprised me, since they seem to have made, they seem to have done a big, they made Swamp Thing a high priority when they did the relaunch. We know Swamp Thing would have been a high priority after uh, Brightest Day if, the, if that continuity had survived. To uh, <laughs> apparently, Ch- Charles Sewell is like over two here with <laughs> two of his books buying buying the farm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right around the time that he's leaving, which is which is one of the things that I noticed. It's like you would think, since Marvel was letting him finish up his run on the books, that if if they knew at this point that Red Lanterns was going to be canceled, and let's not even speculate whether like related to like we talked about last episode with Justin Jordan about whether, but he decided when he knew like when they, when he slashed DC, they knew together that he was going to be leaving the book like in the in the beginning of. 2015, maybe at that point they didn't know the titles. You know, those titles were definitely being canceled. But it, but since you know the Charles Sewell decision to sign with Marvel exclusively was relatively relatively recent, but we also don't know like how behind the scenes how long that was going on. You would think since he was, they gave him the leeway to end on his own terms, and if they really were going to cancel the book at 40, that you know <laughs> he probably they probably could have worked out a deal to let him at least write like one or two more issues. You know. Yeah, <laughs> to just bring in, but I guess so. What it, I don't want to monopolize this. So what? What were your first thoughts upon? You kind of hinted, I guess, at one of your first thoughts about when you heard this news. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and guys, we're gonna. There's a lot of feedback to get to, obviously, in terms of this stuff. Um. Some of my feedback, though. Uh. Some of the feedback, though, kind of ties in might possibly tie into what we're actually saying in terms of our own thoughts and i did get some of my own thoughts out on the internet of course um so i i'm actually going to read something that we don't normally read it's from actually the comic forums um for those of you who don't know comic geek speak uh has their own forum uh and it's one of the more popular comic talk type forums on the internet uh thecomicforums.com and i go there quite frequently and uh, someone had announced some of these titles being canceled in March. And uh, the reason I'm reading this is not only one to get my own viewpoint out there, but also to get this one particular viewpoint out there that I don't think was actually expressed in our Twitter group. It's mostly because we're all huge Green Lantern fans. Uh, so over on the comic forums, they were talking about this, and one of them said uh, with a forum name Evening Six Three Nine. Uh, I'm glad to see a house cleaning in the Green Lantern line. Hopefully this will cut down on the obnoxious crossovers between all the GL books and just leave Green Lantern and Sinestro to stand on their own. Uh, which is 
an apt point, and also kind of, you know, people are upset that Red Lanterns and New Guardians are going away, but uh, also this is the flip side of that coin, you know, kind of paring down the Green Lantern line. And I had said, I mean, quality-wise, I think Red Lanterns and New Guardians were better than the others until, of course, Sinestro came along. And I'm not saying they weren't without their faults, but they were more likely to have a great issue than Green Lantern or Green Lantern Corps. But what company is going to cancel Green Lantern or Green Lantern Corps in favor of keeping New Guardians and Red Lanterns? So I guess it makes sense. The problem is, canceling GLC, Green Lantern Corps, makes me think this is a gimmick tied into Convergence. Convergence will happen and GLC will come back. Because regardless of how I feel about the quality of the series, canceling Green Lantern Corps just doesn't make sense. I would agree with that. I th- I would say my and I've kind of I've ex- kind of expressed this in a few different places too. My suspicion is that core we're going to get at least one. We may not get two more lantern books, but we'll get at least one more lantern book, which is probably going to focus on Guy, John, and Kyle. And that probably will be Green Lantern Core. Whether Guy stays red or not, it doesn't matter. That's probably going to be the book. I would be surprised if Core in some way, shape, or form, wasn't brought back. I think, looking at this, I think in a way, this is like a Catch-22, and you kind of hinted at it. It was it was a surprise that Core was canceled because it, it's, it marches so lock and step with Green Lantern. But if somebody told us we're going to make an announcement and there's only going to be two Lantern books, and if they had kept Green Lantern and Green Lantern Core and gotten rid of the other three and, and kept core, you and I would both have been very, very unhappy because let's be honest, month in and month out, Green Lantern Core is probably the most is probably if it's not the worst book, it's usually four out of five. Okay. You would do you agree with that? I would, and just just for great measure, and I don't want to interrupt your thoughts, so I'll let you get back to it. But uh, just for you guys out there, I'm not sure if we've mentioned it on the show before, Convergence will be its own maxi series with several different single uh, series, uh, two issues of Pete's. I'm not, I'm not sure if that is uh, regular uh, page length with no ads or prestige format. I don't know. But there will be several different series throughout Convergence that last two issues of Pete's. Green Lantern related, you've got, let's see here, I am seeing only two, I believe. I think that is correct. Green Lantern slash Parallax by Tony Bedard and. Interestingly enough, Green Lantern Corps by David Gallagher. Uh, just for measure, David Gallagher re- recently started following us over on Twitter, uh, over, and a number of uh, other uh, Green Lantern sources. So I think he's, I think he's gearing up for the Convergence talk. So it, uh, it's also possible he's gearing up to see our reaction to Green Lantern Corps being canceled, and uh, what he would probably need to do with Convergence to. Makes it make us excited to see it back on the shelves again. But I just wanted to get that out there because can, there is a Green Lantern core title, even though it's only going to be two issues for the DC Convergence event. I'm actually interested in Convergence. I mean, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get this, the, the mini series itself. But there's also other one shots I'm probably going to get besides the two Green Lantern ones. Like I'm interested two shots. in the one. Two shots, yes. Yeah. The two shots, I'm sorry. That, uh, like, I'm interested in the Batman and Asriel, Batman teaming up, that one. JSA for me Bat- is one of them. 
and I'm interested in the I think this Superman Wonder Woman because that introduces Magog back into the it brings Magog back into it. Hmm. I, I did not know that. Uh, Crime Syndicate also interests me. Uh, so does Shazam, which is actually being written by Jeff Parker. So that's cool. Uh, and I think the only other one that I was really interested in was, um, oh, what are they, the, they're calling it Speed Force, I think. Does that, they have a Flash title, but I think they're calling one of them, there's the Flash, there's the Flash, and then, but I think, um, let me pull it up here. Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, the Flash by Dan Abnett, and... Yeah, Speed Force by Tony Bedard. That's interesting, too. I'm just trying to double-check to make sure that that Superman Wonder Woman was actually a Convergence title, as opposed to one of the ones they previewed. Uh, um, I did see it rec- I did see it in the... No. Uh, I see JSA, Infinity, Inc. Oh, shit, Infinity, Inc. By Jerry Ordway. Hell yeah. Uh, Detective Comics, Action Comics, World's Finest, Crime Syndicate, Blue Beetle, Shazam, Plastic Man and the Freedom Fighters? Okay, that might be cool. Uh, Booster Gold, Superman, Man of Steel, Batman, Shadow of the Bat. Wow, I remember that title. And actually it is is just a regular issue. I just, I just, it was mixed in with the solicit, so I was wrong. But that, but that uh, onto itself is a storyline I might want to read because anything related to Gog and Magog I've always liked. Justice League International by Ron Mars, uh, Catwoman, Supergirl, Matrix, Superboy, Aquaman, Suicide Squad, Green Lantern slash Parallax, Green Arrow, Batman and the Outsiders, Adventures of Superman by Marv Wolfman. Oh man, some of these, some of these I wasn't interested in by title, but now that I know the creators. Um, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, Green Lantern Corps, Swamp Thing by Len Wein. Holy crap. Yeah, that's going, that's going back. Uh, Justice League of America, Justice League America, Hawkman, New Teen Titans by Marv Wolfman, Superman by Dan Jurgens, uh, The Atom, Batgirl, Nightwing slash Oracle by Gail Simone. Uh, Speed Force by Tony Bedard, Titans, uh, Justice League, Question by Greg Rucka, uh, Batman and Robin by Ron Mars, and then Harley Quinn. I didn't mention a lot of these uh, different creators, but there's a lot. Like Superman, Man of Steel, Louise Simonson. Yes, I did notice that one. I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty cool. Blue Beetle, Scott Lobdell. Detective Lynn Wein. <laughs> I mean, which still makes you wonder why Ron Mars didn't why didn't give Ron Mars the the Green Lantern Parallax one. Yeah, sorry guys, we're we're talking about the canceled titles, but uh, technically, since this convergence is happening right after this, it makes sense. Uh, right. So we'll, we'll we'll bring it back though. <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll rein it back in, but yeah, my my initial thoughts were okay. Yes, guys, uh, I think you've listened to us long enough. You know. Uh, Green Lantern, New Guardians, and Red Lanterns have, for our money, been some of the better books out there in and out in comparison to uh, all four. This is prior to Sinestro coming out, of course. Sinestro is kind of its own animal, so I don't really want to lump it in with the others, even though it is technically a Lantern book. Um, But I think think that... (sighs) 
Green Lantern and Green Lantern Corps have been outselling Red Lanterns and New Guardians, despite what we think. Um, and I, we've made the comment multiple different times. I, at least I know I have, and I, I think Mark, you've even said it yourself that there's no way we can, can we can sustain this many Lantern titles for long. So it, not, not with the not with the current the current popularity or the lack thereof of the of the flagship title. If the it, flagship title was super popular still, then yeah, it you know the trick trickle down economics of comics here, it would probably have the effect of being able to people would buy it just because they like Green Lantern so much. But at the moment, Green Lantern's only uh, it's a top forty title, but it's not like you know it's not a top twenty, top ten title anymore. You know what I'm worried about though is did they do here? So we knew that Soul was going or Soul, however you say it, uh, was going to be leaving Red Lanterns, and we just found out that Justin Jordan was going to be leaving New Guardians. But that's been in the works since April. Were they leaving as a result of this convergence coming up, or did this just happen? to be a big happy accident which sounds stupid even as it comes out of my mouth i think why well, it's kind of i think what and i'm not putting words in your mouth but i think also where you're going with it is or probably the sa- saying the same thing in a different way but is that the question is how long basically how long have they known about these, these books and that they were going to be canceled has it yeah. been like an, has it been has it been in the works for over a year that they regard i mean that with tying it into convergence or whatever was coming that they knew or either that also maybe just by sales alone that they kind of had the feeling that these books were not going to that these were very likely to get canceled at least for a while now it's been absolutely set in stone that they were being canceled or whether the cancellation was more of an effect of what you know what convergence has kind of become i the timing is not particularly poor on many levels, I mean, New Guardians is actually no matter what they end up doing with Kyle or where Kyle is at the end of issue forty. Since certainly since the new creative teams have come in, it's a good ending point because the New Guardians in the title at this point was referring to the Templar Guardians, because they were with Kyle and they were kind of like seeing the universe and kind of like getting their feet wet again before resuming their duties as guardians on you know well not Oa anymore, but it would have. But, but Mogo, the, the reality is we know from the solicits that, that that journey for the New Guardians is about to end and they're going back to take take control of the core. So in a way, it, it's kind of a good ending point because, yes, the book could have survived, but with that title, New Guardians, where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to go back to the, the original concept and have that be the go-to book for all the different color lanterns kind of interacting. Red Lanterns, it's the same way. I mean, in a way, it would have been... In a way, God Ahead kind of throws... You know, it's like a monkey wrench or a speed bump into it because... But, with, you know, with, with Charles Sewell leaving, it's it's actually... It kind of works out because you never... We, you never really get any kind of real direction of where the book was going. You have an idea where... Conceptually, you had an idea of where they seemingly wanted to go with the book after, you know, the, the Atrocitus War. But because of God Ahead and everything else... They're really never going to get off the ground with that to go anywhere. So it's kind of a good it's kind of a good place to to end that book too. And it's also related to as it's become very clear in the solicits, and even and we'll talk about it more when we talk about the conclusion of Godhead, that they are definitely steering us towards the events of maybe 
I don't know if all the DC books are doing this as much as the Green Lantern books, but they are definitely steering us towards Future's End and the thing that we saw in the one-shots. That they are definitely steering us in the direction, even though we know the odds are overwhelmingly against everything coming to pass the way we saw it. They are definitely taking us down those paths in, in the respective books to kind of give us, you know, the stepping stones to where we could have, where we saw, where we ended up in five years in that one shot, that you're going to see where the dots could connect to take you there. That it's going to be not a storyline that's com- oh, a gimmick that's completely ignored immediately. That all the Lantern books are going to have references are being tied in or already have had some tie-ins to the future we've seen in Future's End. Mm-hmm. Now you look at Core, let's be honest, Core is kind of a, it's kind of a rudderless ship. It really, it really has just existed to further a bigger storyline that was going on in Green Lantern, which in its defense, it's kind of what that book is. Not, it's, it's not what the book always was. There was a, there was a time, maybe, af, maybe after Blackest Night, there was a time when Green Lantern Core kind of became its own animal to a cer- for a certain period of time. But for the most part, it's always kind of existed once the re- once it was relaunched and certainly once we got to Sinestro Corps War, it was kind of always there to like kind of like bump up whatever amplify what was ever going on in Green Lantern. And of all the books, based on the stories that, is, that have been told in that book, I mean, Core has been... Core is a book that I'm going to miss the least, even though it's ironically the book I think that will probably come back is the most likely book to come back. Red Lanterns, I would mi- if Charles was staying on the book, I would miss it more. The fact that he was leaving kind of made us nervous about the direction of the book anyway. So the timing, that doesn't upset me as much. And I've been a pretty much, and I've made it clear that I'm, I've been a little disillusioned with New Guardians for, for you know at least half a year now for the most part. The, Kyle, the Carol and Kyle thing certainly has helped push me in that direction. So I'm not, I'm not as upset about losing that book as I would have been. Yeah. So I'm glad. I mean, I would have been really upset if they friggin' kept Sinestro, they kept Green Lantern Corps, but got rid of all the others, including Sinestro. And right now, ironically enough, right now I think they kept, they have kept the two books that over the last few months have been the best. Yeah. Green Lantern, I think it's I, getting better. Three, yes, Green Lantern. All three issues of Godhead and Green Lantern, especially when you put them together in the context of the story that they've been telling, I think these are the three best issues Vendetti has done. Certainly, three the three most the three best consecutive issues. There's no doubt, and I think Sinestro has been good every single month. So I think it, I'm glad they kept Sinestro. I think it's partially they're keeping Sinestro because it fits into their bigger plan, probably as a story that they're planning on telling. That is probably more important to keep Sinestro going for now too. But I still, but like I said, I, I still think we're going to get at least one more, one more Lantern book back. The only thing you could point maybe to that might not, maybe that's not going to happen, is you look at the company of the books that all the Lantern books were in that got canceled. For the most part, they're pretty much, I'm not going to say they're nameless, but they're pretty much not exactly sh- shocking titles that got canceled. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I know what you said about Aquaman, Aquaman, but let's be honest. There's nothing in Aquaman's history that indicates that he could support two books. I mean, he got a big he got a big bump after Brightest Day and even in the New 52 and everything because Jeff Johns wanted to push him. Mm-hmm. You know, if Jeff Johns did, if Jeff Johns was not pushing that book from the get go, he never would have. Even, I don't think it ever would have had that kind of a a bump or an interest. So the odds of, the odds of him it's the odds of 
Aquaman being able to support two books. It's kind of like the Legion of Superheroes supporting two books. It's just, you know, it's almost destined to fail, I think. Mm. Yeah, um, I just... The, the the only one that really points to it in terms of present company uh, with what it's being canceled with is Trinity of Sin. Because uh, Pandora had her own series and Phantom Stranger had their his own series. And both of those got canceled in favor of getting them together in one series along with the addition of the question. And the, so that's two failures being molded into one title. So it's almost like, you know... It, 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 if we're t- talking destined to fail, <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely that. Um, oddly enough, today I um, I was on Facebook and uh, not that's not the odd part. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think it was the Outhouse. Yeah, it's the Outhouse. The Outhouse is the guys that have been doing the among other things have been doing the has DC done something stupid today counter, and they said that with the um, with the uh, recent announcement of the titles being canceled, DC has now canceled more books than they started off with with the new Fifty Two Endeavor. So, with the amount of titles that they've been canceling, and then rebooting others, and you know just to maintain the Fifty Two, the amount of total canceled titles now exceeds the original Fifty Two. Yeah, I think I read something like there's only like about something cl- around 15 of the original titles or something still alive since they since they did the since they did the I don't know if that number is accurate, but it's somewhere around somewhere I think around in the mid-teens of all when they of all of the titles they started the new 52 with that are still in that are still in existence. It would have to be the the main ones, Wonder Woman, Flash, Superman and his ancillary titles including Action, Batman, his yeah, Justice League, Batman, and his ancillary ancillary titles, including Detective, Green, uh, Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah, Green Lantern's still around. Um, I'm assuming Cyborg hasn't had his own title now. So, and a couple here and there. I can't remember what what. Swamp, well, not, Swamp Thing's been going since the beginning, so that, yeah, that Swamp, one is that Swamp one is Thing kind of, was an Swamp Thing was an original New Fifty Two title that now is about to fade into the sunset. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you, do you have any other thoughts on this uh, of your own before we skip on over to feedback? Short uh, episode this time, guys. The only thing I would. Just to t- I'll just touch on it briefly because we're mostly talking about the canceled issues and and obviously any more thoughts I think we both have on the on the cancellation of we probably will come out when dealing with some of the feedback and questions people have. Uh, the only the only other thing is the what Greenland obviously Green Lantern forty the solicits for that make it clear that they're taking Hal Jordan in a different direction, and the question I guess is be, what. What pushes him to basically kind of turn, quote unquote, turn on the Templar Guardians in the core? And they're talking, you know, some people are all, all, all not only, only a few are really thinking that this is like an Emerald Twilight like turn because we know that's not going to happen. But the question is, you know, what would make, what exactly is going to be going on? And, and the ironic thing about this is when I first read the, the solicits for the, for that issue, the first thought that popped into my mind is because it's not like even well, Van Jensen too, but 
it's not like Vendetti hasn't kind of like revisited some ideas under Jeff Johns. He's not. He certainly hasn't done anything to completely forget about that Jeff Johns what he what he brought to the table. So the thought crossed my mind that who knows? Maybe technically speaking, this is going to fulfill the that atrocitous prophecy about how turning on going rogue and turning on the guardian guardians again when they take away the thing that means the most to him. Because we never really have gotten that. Mm-hmm. So that would kind of be in a way it would kind of be cool once again if you go back and kind of mine some of the stuff that John's talked about but never really delivered on. Do you want to mention even, what uh, what you see in the cover image for that? There's supposed to be like four what four covers on this. Three covers, excuse well, me. But the, you know but the main one yeah, but the main one absolutely. But the main one that they show is they show how they show how duking it out with Kilowog, which of course always brings back an Emerald Twilight like feel. But he's wearing Krona's Krona's gauntlet and and the backpack that that powers it. So that kind of right there kind of raises the stakes about what exactly, and it looks like it's it's definitely in the command center on Mogo. So the question is why. That becomes the real question: what exactly is going on that causes Hal to basically go turn against the Cork and the Templar Guardians? Mm. Because either way, it doesn't look good. Because if he's if the Guardians are doing something crappy, then here we go again with the Guardians being completely untrustworthy. And if it's not, then it's Hal being. Either way, it's kind of a sh- you give him credit in a way because it's kind of a shaky way to take the character, and unless they get unless they explain it in a really clear and concise way to make it clear that he is, make it absolutely one hundred percent obvious to everybody that you know he's really not being a bad guy and doing what he's doing. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm sure there'll be an explanation that won't get people going crazy about this. No pun intended. Yeah, but it is kind of. But it is an interest. It is an interesting and and kind of an out of out of left field turn. Even though I guess you could try to say there was some, or so, there has been a little bit of foreshadowing with that, with the the way the Templar Guardians didn't want him to go after Black Hand, and he kind of defied them and things like that. And Sinestro is going the Future's End route, right? Yes, th- that we're gonna get the first. Actually, let me bring them. Let me open that back up. I mean, I have it open. I just clicked up the wrong, the wrong thing. Yes, Sinestro and Sinestro Eleven. We get the the first direct tie into Future's End because the the Apex League, which I believe captured Sinestro and put him in that prison, and then he squared off against them at the end of that issue again. That the Apex League makes their first appearance in nor in our continuity. Uh, in Sinestro Eleven, and there's also a Sinestro Annual, Annual Number One. Related to a traitor lurking in the Sinestro Corps' midst, so that also comes out on uh, that. Actually, that, I, that comes out on April first. Actually, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, take a quick break, and then when we come back, uh, crap ton of feedback, guys. <laughs> Hi, folks. Sean Ingle here. And Strange Disembodied Voice here. here. And we're here to talk about the new direction going on over at Just One of the Guys, a Green Lantern podcast. Like our in-depth coverage of the Howard Chaikin pen, Guy Gorker, collateral damage. No, because that book was utter sh**. But we are moving into the Judd Winnick run on Green Lantern, where we'll get stories about psychotic ring wielders, teenage sexual identity issues, and Kyle becoming an nearly godlike being. And yet, still not as weird as Guy Gardner's warrior face. Yeah, you may have a point there. Plus, we'll be covering the ancillary books that came out at the same time, including Circle of Fire, A Thousand and One Emerald Knights, The Black Circle Green Arrow Crossover, and so much more. Which will easily make up for not covering collateral damage. 
Also, if you're subscribing to the show via iTunes, be sure to go to Two True Freaks Presents Just One of the Guys to make sure you get new episodes updated weekly. So, they kicked you off the main feed? Uh, no, they just streamlined it so the Two True Freaks proper shows would only be on it. Are you sure it's not because Scott doesn't want a Green Lantern podcast on the network? Uh, no. In fact, he's spoken very glowingly about the show. I mean, he's even offered to come on into a guest bit. He said he really likes it, and despite his fact that he doesn't like Green Lantern all that much, he's come check out Just One of the Guys over at TwoTrueFreaks.com and subscribe in iTunes at Two True Freaks Presents Just One of the Guys. You'll be glad you did, or double your money back. And we're back from break, and this time around, uh, let's see, we're going to start with Twitter, because there is a crap ton of Twitter, because with 140 characters or less, and instantaneous reaction on news, it goes pretty quick. Uh, But because there's so much stuff in here related to what we just talked about, and I don't want to skip over the stuff that's outside of that, I'm just going to do all the Twitter feedback uh, from that we haven't done yet. So, first and foremost, Scott says... Uh, when I was having some issues posting uh, the last uh, regular episode, have you thought about a donation button on your website? I'm sure loyal listeners would occasionally send cash. Hashtag hardwired internet. (laughs) (laughs) I responded basically with, I'm not going to make the listeners pay for my internet. (laughs) Uh, Besides, I have internet uh, included in my rent here, and I can't really change the service, so there's not really a whole hell of a lot I can do but just complain when something goes down. Um... Corwin said, rereading my Blackest Night Binds. Damn, GL43 was a hell of an issue. Is there a better modern DC event? Um, and uh, he's talking about Ivan Reese and how he's uh, above Jim Lee in his mind and Monkey deserves some more praise. Um, let's see. Uh, Jesse says, uh, I asked what people thought we should be doing uh, in the new year for the Lantern cast. And Jesse says... GL Core quarterly issues from the 80s or Alan Moore's Tigers that set up many of the stories in John's run. Good idea. And Andy says, I suppose there's no point in asking for Larflesian Threshold. <laughs> Just keep beating that dead horse, guys. No, they will. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe during my holiday break I'll make another concerted effort to see if I can locate issues 6 through 12. I told him. I, I, I told him. I said, we're doing it in the new year. I just said... I think a year is enough time for us to safely say we'll be doing it. <laughs> um, let's see here. And then Scott said, at least tell if it's if it's on the radar for 2015. And I told him, of course it was. And <laughs> he's uh, Scott also went on to say, he he's a fan of calling you Marble. Uh, he said, uh, did Marble just show his disinterest in Godhead by admitting he only read parts 8, 9, 10, and 11 last week? <laughs> Or, no. Or does I had nothing, I, had nothing, I thought I said I thought no, I think I'm, I think I, maybe I just mentioned to you the only reason I did that was because it was a combination of me being away it was a combination of having us me being away for from a Tuesday to a Tuesday so I missed the, the comics that came out the week we left then we got a snowstorm on the wen- on the Wednesday yeah. that we came back he says, so those that's the reason why those that I didn't get those two issues and then it's just a matter of so that was core. I think that was core in New Guardians, and then I just so that was that was that was the main re- that was the main reason. 
He said, or does Marvel think it reads better in a trade paperback format? Uh, <laughs> we'll never know because we ain't buying it. That's right. He said, uh, Mar- Marvel's mini rant about Kyle and uh, New Guardians was awesome. I totally agree. And he, oh, he says he missed the Infinity Man and the Forever People crossover. He's a completist, so he'll have to pick that up. And then he just mentioned the snowstorm. Uh, Marvel said a snowstorm or something couldn't get him to his LCS in Canada. I walk five miles and ten feet snow every week to get mine, and I replied back uphill, uphill both, both ways. ways. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uphill both ways, and I liked it. Uh, then Trust I, me, I, 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 I wasn't. I was not running out, even if the store was open. I was not going to be driving out to pick up new new Guardians or Red Lanterns that week. And based on what we read, I think that was a wise choice. I called Scott out for talk, calling you Marble, and he said Marble is a great name. I'm sure all his friends call, called him Marble growing up, so I'll just continue the trend. <laughs> Uh, be chat it's okay <laughs> and then david golding thanked us for the plug for his uh, quiz book no thank you for the quiz book uh and let's see um a couple of someone posted uh, some fan art of uh, a firestorm figure going up against the green lantern figure as a recreation of the cover art from firestorm number 66 in 1987 which featured green lantern versus uh firestorm and um everybody was going off about that and then uh, Scott said, I'll be honest, at the end of episode 206, I wondered who would win between current GL cast versus Dan Curtsy and, and Jim. Make it happen. And Jim said, it sounds like a fun idea for a Christmas episode. <laughs> and then Scott says, go from the book and the first team to say two wrong loses. Uh, easy questions, but someone will slip. Uh, I, I, I had responded... And said that, uh, you know, so we would have to get someone to write up the questions because the questions are a little too easy. Uh, they're not really meant for, uh, for uh, you know, experts like us. And, <laughs> and Jim said, Chad should do questions from the book. Not like Chad could keep up with the big boys on trivia anyway. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> fighting words. <laughs> Uh, Jesse says Chad would have to be the moderator. He's the one with the book. Uh, Scott wants the listeners to submit questions. Uh, and then Corwin, this is where we get to this stuff. Looks like DC is ending core New Guardians and Red Lanterns. I wonder uh, uh, I wonder we will hopefully get no more relaunches. Um, and everybody started flipping out. Uh, Flodo was talking about it. Myron was talking about it. Um, just confirming things up. Uh, Floto says it's probably event based. Yep, convergence. Um, we, we well, we think. Um, we might get a brand new green book out on the other end. I hope so. Two books isn't enough to give me my fix. Um, <laughs> he also said, uh, in, uh, in a tweet, I'm actually going to retweet right now. Retweeted. Uh, he said, <laughs> he also says, uh, that could could even get a uh, could even get a golden age Alan Scott book the way things are going. <laughs> um, Jim tried to derail everything by still talking about the quiz, uh, <laughs> and then everybody I told everybody send in emails. 
And then Jesse chimes in and says, I'm really mad at DC right now. Convergence better be fabulous and give us a great new universe. But considering what Flashpoint gave us, I'm not very hopeful. Well, I guess I'll have room in my budget for Marvel Star Wars books and a couple of indies by the current Lantern writers. Deep State by Jay Jordan looks like it'll be good. Um, and let's see. Let's see. Robert Venditti sent out a tweet about something. I guess he'd sent a tweet out about, uh, yeah, we'll talk about was, that. Yeah, he was responding, and, and then seemingly yeah. people were jumping off the ledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, but, but, but considering the fan base we're talking about, and as a character's fan base in particular, it's not really surprising, though, honestly, is it? That people would just... <laughs> and they could be right, mind you. I'm not saying that they're wrong, and, and we're going to find out that their reaction is wrong. It's just that it's a little... It's, it's, it is kind of a sky is falling group, I think. <laughs> yeah, Floto said sad times, or is it sad times? And then you responded, "Oh my god!" He says, no, I, 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 "A shocking event." My first, my first night, my first night on Twitter. <laughs> uh, he said, "I think John and the other Earth GLs will just end up together in another book." And this is Mark, so I've done something on Twitter. And Floto said, "Yeah, welcome to the world, Mark. I think <laughs> I think you're right. They'll probably gather them together in a new core type title." Uh, maybe even the emotional spectrum anthology we've all thought at one time or another. And then Scott said, welcome to 2006, Mark. I agree with you, but I have a feeling Kyle will be off the table for a while. I think the whole color core will be gone, too, going back to pre-Jeff Johns. Um, Don't see that. But we know we, well, we know the Sinestro core survives. That's a given. Jesse there's, said, no, there, there's no reason to think that the other cores are going to go, I mean, at this point. Because, I mean, actually, we know... We technically know the Indigo Tribe isn't going because the Indigo Tribe. We can't go into t complete details yet because we, we more information about the Indigo Tribe came out and 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 other parts of uh, Godhead since we've talked about it. But the reality is, you know, it's safe to say the Indigo Tribe is probably going to be in existence. So I don't think I don't think any of the colors are being wiped out because because. That's not because ironically that had nothing to, that has nothing to do with with High Father's plan. Mm -hmm. If it was Relic, it'd be something else. Relic was, not for, and I wouldn't want this to happen because that's not my thing. But for the people who wanted the emotional spectrum to be pretty much wiped out, Relic was your best shot, <laughs> and all they cared about was the blues and the greens. It seemed. Right. Uh, you had talked about a, a Blue Lantern book, I think. Oh yeah, but I, I asked that to Venditti, I think. Yeah, you he never he never did reply, did he? Uh, we'll get there. Uh, Jesse said that would also be cool, but I wonder if there will be a spectrum of spectrum of a core after Godhead and Convergence. What if we only get Green and then Sinestro on his own without a core, and maybe a Star Sapphire, a single Star Sapphire, not a core? Back to something similar to Before Crisis on Infinite Earths. I'm very interested to see how things up for uh, how post Convergence. Um, uh, Scott says he would count on some new titles for sure. Uh, then he asked Andy to chime in on some stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jim is pulling back the curtain on stuff he has no business pulling back the curtain on because he's a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> you, you two have such a wonderful love-hate relationship. I know. Um, you had asked, will we be seeing more of St. Walker after Godhead? Robert Venditti? Yes, and before that as well. There's your, there's your reply. See, I looking back. See, the problem was, I think, and I have to get used to this because I don't, don't use Twitter that often. Clearly, I don't use Twitter that often. Is the fact that I didn't get a chance to go back on uh, until, I think, today, 
So I was, there's so, been so many other replies there, I think I kind of lost track of it. Yeah, Andy finally chimed in, totally gutted. Hope they find a home for Guy. Hashtag ARG, hashtag GLCash, hashtag Guy Gardner, hashtag gone but not forgotten. <laughs> and he said, what the F, why? Hashtag DC sucks, nothing more to say. Uh, so there's there's all that. Uh, that's that's all the Twitter for right now. Let me refresh the the feed here. Yeah, that's all the Twitter for right now. And uh, do you want to hit the email? We I I had asked people to to email in some of their thoughts from both Twitter and Facebook, and I know we got a couple of responses. Now there's also a few before that so you want me to just pass on that uh pass I, pass on the rm thing which you know you know what i mean uh because that's yeah uh, yeah, yeah 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 that one i knew was off the table but we still got some we got a green lantern green arrow one we got spider verse one we got the john star sapphire one you want me to start with that one or do you want me or uh, just you know or the, or the news today one to, to do the two the, the two that are related to oh uh, let me do the spider verse thing uh, Scott says, Chad, you mentioned on an earlier episode that you were going to follow Spider-Verse. Have you been following? How do you compare the event with Godhead? Um, I think I might be missing an, missing an issue, and I think I also, the way I got some of the issues that I have was reading out of order slightly, so I'm a little confused by Spider-Verse, but I still think it's better than Godhead. Um, at least thus far, uh, I think Godhead still with a full act to go and what, that's what, another six issues or something has, has the potential to end on a high note. Um, but I'm not that familiar with, with the Spider-Man characters, um, especially the ones that are being introduced in the Spider-Verse lineup. Um, but I, I, I do enjoy the, the series and my biggest reason for getting on board is because, uh, I think you say... His name, Olivier Coipel, was doing the artwork for the Amazing Spider-Man issues of the uh, Spider-Verse series. And he's the guy that was doing artwork when J. Michael Straczynski was doing his run on Thor, which I really enjoyed, both writing and art. I actually have the omnibus of JMS's run on Thor because I love that stuff so much from top to bottom. So I had just I I saw Coipiel was doing Spider Man. It was a Spider Man slash multiverse uh, uh, Spider Man related multiverse story with Coipiel's art. I was just like I'm in. I, I'm i it, it could suck. I'm in. Um, so it's uh, I think once I actually go because what I've of what I've read I've enjoyed it. There was um by now I'm sure everybody knows um, based on solicits there was a couple of. It's kind of like an anthology series focusing on the different, uh, like a side anthology series focusing on the different multiverse type Spider-Man out there. So you can get like a small snippet of a story of some of the more important ones. One of, yeah, <laughs> exactly. One of which is a universe where Gwen Stacy is Spider-Man. And that was so popular, they're going to be, after this whole Spider-Verse thing, they're going to be doing a Gwen Stacy Spider-Man series that focuses on that character. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you're not I, reading Spider Verse and you have a, a passing interest, I, def I definitely recommend at least checking it out digitally. I think I read the the. Uh, I think I read the op the like the prologue tour, the countdown to Spider Verse, whatever it was. I haven't really i i i meant to pick up a, a couple 
when it began, I meant to pick up more issues than I did, and now I'm just behind. So it's probably something that, again, until it until it comes out in the trade, I'm probably uh, I'm probably not going to get it. But I would agree, even based on the setup. I mean, it, it's and and the other pieces that have, the bits and pieces I've seen since. I think, in all honesty, it it, it definitely is better than better than Godhead. Even though Godhead, I will again acknowledge, is better than what I thought it was going to be. Yes, for sure. And then you want to t- tackle the one about uh, John? Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, I can take the rest if you want. Uh, okay, cool. So okay, from Scott, he goes, uh, but, the, but the title of the email being John the Star Sapphire. It's like, hi guys, I couldn't help but notice how unexcited you were when it was revealed in Greenland and in Core 36 that John became a Star Sapphire. Do you think this is a one and done deal or how will John's new love powers affect him in future issues of the series? Of course, up to issue 40. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this was probably a moment just to say that, yes, men can be Star Sapphires too, and that's it. Does anybody care? Guy Gardner became a Red Lantern, and they wrote the whole title around it. I have a feeling John as a Star Sapphire won't get the same treatment. Scott. Well. I responded, so. Yes, go. Want want me to read your response? Oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. That Chad responded, we'll mention it next regular show, which is now. But, yeah, it's definitely a gimmick. Hell, they didn't even bother to reference it in the Sinestro issue that followed, and John played a large part in it. Chad. And, of course, as we speak, they still have yet to reference it <laughs> again. So whether they whether they reference it again at the end of Godhead as a plot point or whether it's something – I find it difficult to believe they're going to forget that he that that happened. So they so if they even if they don't reference it, I think it's going to be something that they will reference again, as opposed to like the other like seven or eight laws of the guardians <laughs> from the book of Oa that we never found out about. I think I think it'll be referenced, but yes, I think it's mostly was a, it mostly was a gimmick, and I don't think it's going. It's there's no reason certainly in the solicits even up to the end of this title now. There's no reason to believe that. Uh, John being a sapphire is going to have any more have any more impact on uh, the run of the book. Mm-hmm. So. so then we go to Scott's, which was news today, which was related to everything we've been talking about. That Hi guys, I just saw your request on Twitter to send in our reactions to the final issues being solicited in March for the three titles. I know I was pretty harsh on Godhead in my emails in episode 206, but that didn't mean I wanted three titles to go away. I guess I'm not surprised, though. I have been pretty vocal about the event fatigue, and we can only look forward to what is in store for the future of Green Lantern. Whatever that may be. Green Lantern for life, Scott. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, the more time I have to deal with it, I'm not really upset uh, I no, mean, I, and, it, 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 and I wasn't either. Yeah. I really was. I wasn't. I think it's because of where we are, and not just the Green Lantern franchise or the brand, but even in these individual books. Yeah. Because, like I kind of mentioned, I mean, part of it is it's almost like an, it's a, it's a natural ending point to a certain extent for for almost all, for other than core, for all the other books, just based on the stories they had been telling. It seemed like if they weren't going to end the book, it was they were going to have to switch gears and go in a completely different direction anyway. So it's not that shocking, or it's not. It doesn't really emotionally doesn't really suck it out of you as much. Plus, you know, I can't really rip New Guardian. I mean, correction, rip Red Lanterns because while the first issue of Godhead was a little underwhelming, that book has been consistently excellent. You know, for for over a year now. 
but New Guardians to me has been slowly going downhill. But I didn't, it's not necessarily because I think it was the writing as much as the direction of the where they were going. And again, you don't know how much of that was all Justin Jordan's idea where he had to go based on the Green Lantern you know, the Green Lantern franchise and the story that they were going to be telling. And we had to connect the dots to get to there. Yeah. I just wasn't, I just wasn't upset because just like you said, Red Lanterns, um, consistently good, but we, I mean, I think it was even 206. I had said that we can't, I don't remember which episode it was, but it was very recently. I've said we can't sustain this many Lantern titles forever. Um, and, uh, regardless of what we thought about GL and GLC, those two books have been along, but been going on forever. Um, so it just makes sense that Red Lanterns and New Guardians would be the first ones on the chopping block, regardless of what we think in terms of quality. And just what we were talking earlier about the New 52 and what, what few books are left of the New 52 from its original inception. I mean, it's seriously... If you have Green Lantern, are you really going to cancel the Green Lantern title if it's underperforming in favor of Red of of keeping the only Lantern titles being New Guardians and Red Lanterns? Does that make sense at all? Or do you get rid of the two side books that you can get rid of, keep one of your mainstays of your universe, and just refocus and rededicate yourself to improving that one mainstay and rec- recognizable title? I mean, it makes sense, so it doesn't really bother me that much. But the only, the only, like I said, the only thing I'm commenting on or, or worth, I, I find worth discussing, is the fact that canceling GLC is shocking, and keeping and Sinestro is kind of less so, but kind of shocking as well in terms of what if what we what we would assume if someone told us we were they were canceling. Uh, let's say they said we're we're canceling three out of the five Lantern books. And we didn't know any of this stuff. Come on, almost all of us would be like Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps are the ones that are staying. Everything else is gone. So keeping keeping Sinestro and getting rid of Green Lantern Corps is just shocking to me, and worth some discussion, <laughs> and hence an episode, which <laughs> <laughs> which did come at a perfect time actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we got another email from Scott, which is just a link to some of the stuff that was happening over on Twitter. So since it's Twitter, I'll just take care of that. Um, a follower of uh, Venditti's on Twitter said, I'm still loving the Green Lantern crossover you've got going. Please don't let DC Comics cancel New Guardians or kill off Kyle. Thanks. Robert uh, Venditti said, so glad you're enjoying it. Don't worry about how. Big plans ahead. Scott chimed in and said, hi, Rob. Abu was asking about Kyle, not how. Please confirm that Kyle's going to be okay. Thanks. And Venditti said, sorry, can't give any details about that one. He's going to die. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. I, I, think at, I think at best or worst, really, that is going to be vague. That he's going to be... Oh, he Something will happen that will... Remove him from the picture for a short for a period of time, but I don't think it's going to be as even as open as clear as clear cut as making it look like he died. I don't think it's going to be that clear. I don't think it'll. I I just think it's a setup. I don't think I don't even think they're going to do anything. I mean, I could be wrong on this, uh, but if you read you read the you know 
the write-up for even Green Lantern Core, the final issue. It doesn't even it, that that sounds pretty not quite as ominous for Kyle, but it sounds but it doesn't sound too promising either. Only all guys about the only one who you can take to the bank theoretically based on the solicits that he's going to at least be alive. <laughs> Plus we saw that one cover I think it was Green Lantern 39 when Kilowog is like cradling John Stewart. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I don't think any I don't think any of them are going to die. I will admit that Kyle is the one that's most likely to be taken off the table for a period of time if that happens, but I who knows, he might just end up being green again. That's true. And I, and that and 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 this is the beauty of the Kyle fan base because if he they, if they don't kill him but they make him green again, then you're gonna have a huge percentage of bitch because always back to being well, I'm not just another Green Lantern again. I will be among them. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy being green, Mark. And I think I just found my outro music. Um, oh God. Okay, so oh, or could you have the rainbow connection if they wipe out the rest of the core? the cores. Oh, that's too mellow. <laughs> uh, if I if I could if I could choose any kind of if I could choose a Muppet song, this is totally off topic. My God, we got on the Muppets. Uh, I'm moving right along instead. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I would get the uh, oh the one the one he sings with Ralph. Um, you know you can't live with him. You can't live without oh, him. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. I do remember that. One. I love that song. Um, all right, hopping on over to Facebook. Uh, thanking real quick Juan and Ben for their comments on the variant covers for was it March? I think it was March. Um, they're doing this. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'm flipping out. They're doing this variant cover gimmick again uh, for the, their titles over at DC, and they're based on popular movies. And the one for Action Comics is blowing my mind hole because seriously. <laughs> it is the movie poster for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, one of my favorite movies. Uh, probably one of the ones I've watched most, um, with few exceptions. And it's, it's, and I'm not even looking at it right now. It is, instead of Bill and Ted sitting on top of the phone booth, it's Superman and Doomsday. And on the inside is... Superboy, the Eradicator, and it's uh, uh, Cyborg Superman, <laughs> and it's like something. It's it's the best. I just love it. It's so cool looking. And the other one that I really enjoyed that I found. I don't know if I Mark you'd seen me talking about this one. It's the variant cover for Batman. I think it's Batman, unless it's Detective. It's one of the Batman titles. It's got the Joker, but you remember the the movie poster for Mask. With Jim Carrey, with his hat tilted and everything, it's the Joker in that pose. <laughs> yeah, that one is. A lot of a lot of them are pretty cool. I do like the the Green Lantern one with two thousand one and Space Odyssey is pretty cool. Yeah, Kilowog holding John. I, it's, nah, I thought that was a different cover. The one the the two thousand one one has. Has Hal has Hal's face being? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Pure delays. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking big... of the Forbidden Planet cover. Yes, 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 yeah. that one. Um, and I do like the Sinestro Westworld one. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Even though Westworld is not nearly as popular or as well known, even remembered as some of the others, but I I have a fondness for for Westworld, and I thought that was kind of a cool cover for Sinestro. Um, I know that you had posted a recent episode about 
uh, of the Ring Cyclopedia for YouTube, which I will let you talk about now, and I will mute so I don't have to listen to you talk about this ring because I'm jealous. Uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, is this another Chad going to take a leak moment? <laughs> I'm gonna go like the mic so no one can, so, so the fans out there don't hear me. <laughs> uh, thanks to Dylan for liking that post. But you want to talk about your ring cyclopedia entry real quick? Yes, I will talk about it real quick. That I posted a new episode of the Ring Cyclopedia, which focuses on the ring that I just received about a week ago, which was the Bat Jeepster version, the Bat Jeepster Rings version of the Sinestro movie ring. The ring we saw ever so briefly in the mid credit. Um, yeah, mid-credit scenes and the original, the only original <laughs> in my dreams, and up to and the only Green Lantern live-action movie. So it was a, it was really very high-quality ring, uh, gold-plated brass is the, was what I chose to get instead of silver. The more yellow, since it's a you know a Sinestro ring, the more yellow you can make it. You know, the face has a nice little tra- the face of it's translucent resin. Very nice piece, pricey. It's about 180 bucks before the shipping, so it's definitely not a cheap thing to get. But I, I'm, it's, I have several Bat Jeepsters rings, and I'm, I would have to say this certainly, if it ranks right up there, with in general ranks right up there in my ring collection. And I think it's it's it's, it's a pretty cool ring to to take a look at it to consider. And there's going to be more movie rings in this series since they've already shown the blue, which is getting close to being able to be ordered thing after the holidays, and then they showed the the. Uh, template or the prototype for the white and i think the, to me anyway it looks like the symbols has to be a little has to be fine-tuned a little bit more but the concept of a white lantern movie style ring is awesome so we have that posted on our facebook page on our youtube channel and on um on a regular home home page too mm-hmm. so check it out it's pretty cool yeah the only bad jeepster ring i want besides that one is the one i wanted for a long time is when he was doing the resin light-up rings which were like a billion times brighter than any other light-up ring you saw on the market was the uh guy gardner red lantern ring oh yeah the, 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 the his first one the first one yes. with the really long yes yes with the symbol yeah that's the one i really want um but uh talking about uh, some more facebook stuff uh, we posted over on Facebook about everything that's been going on that we've been talking about this episode, and we got some responses there as well. John says, that would help me out on money a lot, but GLC has been the most consistently good book, in his opinion. Uh, it doesn't say that, but I added... It's just, I, just consistent, right? Didn't he just say most, yeah, most, most consistent book? Consistently good book. Uh, Daniel says... I think it's pretty obvious that a lot of these books will return after Convergence. Um, Jacob says, so long as the stories are handled correctly and well, I'm fine with this. I'm still not enjoying the, quote, New 52. Uh, And then Juan responded, the New 52 is confusing. Um, You had said, I would definitely agree about Core being the most, definitely disagree about Core being the most consistent book, unless we mean consistently boring. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> that might have been that might have been a bit harsh, but there was a I, but I there was a laugh out loud that definitely kind of cut. Did I write a laugh out loud or did I leave that off? No, you did. Uh, <laughs> I figured I did, but I mean, but yeah, I don't. To me, I don't think, and I think we've talked about that both yeah. of us. That we don't think Core. Yeah. It may be consistent, but it's not consistently in the to us anyway in the top of the 
lantern books. Yeah, and you followed that up with, I'm glad Sinestro survives if this is true, since it's pretty much the best book going right now, especially with Sewell on his way out. Andre says, Core is the only enjoyable... Is only enjoyable during the crossover stories, which I'll tell you. Since John's departure, I have enjoyed them. It's not a big loss, but it's not a big loss. I think, ironically, I'm going to miss Red Lanterns. Um, you said if Sewell was staying, you losing Red was would hurt. We already mentioned that in the episode. Uh, Stewart says uh, same with Swamp Thing. I'm sad it's ending, but he would have been uh, leaving it anyways. Dylan says, are they ending them properly or just cutting them off where they lay? Does that mean no more different core? And I said we didn't know yet. John says, I can't wait for them to cancel Red Lanterns and I hope it stays gone. It's only been good when Atrocitus isn't in the book. Uh, John says, no, not Red Lanterns. Of all the spinoffs, that one has been the most entertaining in my opinion. I questioned whether Guy could hold up his own series and was not disappointed. I'm not too broken up about seeing New Guardians and Green Lantern Corps go away, but I want Red Lanterns to stick around. Um, we were talking about how it would be a, a wait-and-see game. Jim chimes in and says, I bet these won't come back, but instead will be replaced by three new books. If you think about it, Red Lanterns kind of reached a conclusion, and the one guy that made it interesting is leaving. The New Guardians writer is leaving, and he's known for a year, which tells me that Convergence is going to change a bunch of things, and he didn't want to adapt to a completely different set of parameters. And Core will just reboot with a new mission statement with John or the Guardians leading the Core. New Guardians will probably come back as White Lantern. And if they're smart, Red Lanterns will be replaced with a book focused on the rest of the core. The Book of Light or something. Guy will be the ambassador to all the core. And Kyle will be off on his own doing his own thing as a one of a kind again. And Michael says, well, if Kyle actually does die, like the storyline has been suggesting, then that, that will mean that I will no longer be buying any DC titles at all. I have hated the New 52 since it started. And the only New 52 title that I have been collecting this whole time was New Guardians, and that was only because I wanted to show my support for the character of Kyle Rayner. If Kyle's gone, then so am I. And then Stephen, who I'm guessing was seeing the news for the first time, posted one simple word, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Either that that or his stomach gave out. (laughs) Gross. Um, so that's that on Facebook, Twitter, and emails. We've got one final thing before we go into closing. We have a voicemail. A little off topic, but uh, we don't get voicemails very often, so I thought we'd end with it. Um, and we're go- this one is from Sean. So we'll play that now. Hey, Chad. Hey, Mark. This is Sean from Just One of the Guys. Just wanted to call to say congratulations again on reaching episode 200. That was awesome. It was great being on the podcast. Great getting to talk to you and Mark and uh, Floto as well. Issue 200 is really fun. Uh, I wanted to clarify something that you asked on the last Godhead issue, uh, specifically because the new Godhead episode is up, and I'm looking forward to listening to it. But said you remembered someone on the show said that they were only reading Sinestro, and you wondered how that uh, – that would have felt them just reading Sinestro with the whole God said thing or they'd be confused. Well, that was me. I'm the one who's only reading Sinestro. I haven't read the beginning part of the Jeff Johns run, so I didn't feel comfortable with reading the, you know, the stuff going on with God's head and being kind of out of place. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about the rest of Godhead. But uh, as for what I thought about Sinestro and the take on it and whether it actually led in, you know, whether I felt confused, with uh, having to read it, yeah, kind of. 
I had no idea who this character this Mesmer was going up against was. I had no idea about her whole oh, group of followers that just thought, I love you, her Oprah-esque group of followers, what the heck that was. I did enjoy, however, the <clears throat> idea of Sinestro basically culling the uh, fields of the uh, Yellow Lantern Corps. I think that, uh, you know, it, unfortunately, I don't have that much of a, uh, a uh, relationship with the Yellow Lanterns, uh, so it was, wasn't really that much of a shock to me that some of these guys died. But it does definitely show that Sinestro is willing to just tear down the group to the people that he thinks are cool. Um, I'm really enjoying the show. I'm looking forward to listening to your other part of God's Head, what you guys think about it. It's bad to hear that you thought that the uh, Red Lanterns was kind of slipped in the first uh, uh, half of the, or I guess the first third of the uh, series, but I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. But uh, thanks for keeping up the great job with the show. I will always be a, a loyal listener, and until uh, then, make mine Marvel. I mean, Mark Marvel. And Chad Bolton. Bye, guys. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Uh, it was God, such a long voicemail. No, I'm just kidding. We actually finally got a freaking voicemail. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I love Google Voices translate feature. I know. Reading it, it's like, so, before I even clicked to listen to it the first time, I, I looked at the translation. I was like, I'm not going to know what the hell this thing is about. Then you listen to it, and it's like, oh, it's clear as day. <laughs> Uh, instead of instead of make mine Mark Marvel, it says, "So great job! I will always be a loyal listener and and sold, and they might barb. I mean, work horrible." <laughs> and I don't know how they he said, and, you know, and Chad Bokelman. It says, "Hey Chad, Hall, bye guys." <laughs> what? And then somewhere in here it says, "I love you, girl." <laughs> I think every voicemail we get should have that in it, the translation. I love you, girl. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, if, but if I ever go solo on my podcast, I should use this and, and make my marble as my tagline. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you're under contract. Uh, I'll uh. renegotiate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, th- thanks for your thoughts. Uh, and, you know, and, and I, I kind of figured that Sinestro wasn't going to read very well um, outside of Godhead. I kind of figured none of these uh, none of these issues were going to read well outside of Godhead. Um, I think the only exception has probably been Green Lantern since it's been going with all the uh, Black Hand stuff, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I, but I don't know. Uh, Sinestro uh, is probably going to take a hit in terms of its audience, if people are just buying and just interested in the Sinestro series, uh, but it gets sucked into this Godhead thing, uh, I want to. I don't know if we'll actually see any numbers on how it actually affects it, or if at least the numbers will obviously reflect it affecting the series. But regardless, the way Godhead reads, uh, Godhead makes Sinestro read by itself is not doesn't look like it bodes well for for Sinestro in terms of maintaining this interest people have had in the series through godhead it's i mean readers aren't really likely to be okay i'm gonna skip these issues and then i'm gonna come back and continue picking it up once you stop picking up a title for a few issues you kind of forget sometimes and i think i wonder if sinestro might lose readers because of it i know i do know what i do know what you're saying but 
you would you would kind of suspect that since Sinestro was the last book launched, that if a lot of people who read Sinestro probably were reading the other book, books too. Um, I don't know. I know what you mean. If if you were just a diehard Sinestro guy and you were just buying, and you really didn't, you know, you didn't really care about the other issues, or or you just get turned off instantaneously when you hear about, oh, this is going to be a crossover. Then maybe you would try, you know, you would purposely go out of your way not to buy like parts four and five leading into your your Sinestro part. But I th- I don't know. I think. I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to figure it out. I don't. Th- I don't think Sinestro sales will get hurt long term, for because of uh, because of Godhead. I mean, you could just as one could just as easily make the case that if people were interested in the storyline and, and weren't buying Sinestro after you they bought the the first two issues of Sinestro in Godhead that they they might be impressed with the book and want to stick with it. I think the real question will be depending how long we go with only two books, is that whether some of the people that have read some of the other Lantern books, whether maybe if, they go, if they're going to migrate to which bo- to a book, like will some of them migrate to Sinestro? Will some just basically come home to roost with Green Lantern and some just, and obviously some won't just won't buy either one of those books now. But it'll, I mean, cause Sinestro's sales have been pretty, pretty consistent. They haven't been great, but they've been in the ballpark of core. I mean, Core has been not great either, but Core certainly, Core has re- been relatively consistent. Like, I think they've been within like the top eighty, I think for the most part. And just Red Lanterns and Green, like, excuse me, Red Lanterns and New Guardians were the ones that, on a good day now, I think like last month, the November sales, which I looked at today, they were like in the mid nineties, which is where they were a while ago. And then they, for a while, they dropped into the like the 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 one hundreds, like the teens. Mm-hmm. So the question will be how's you know. How long? How Sinestro's sales kind of like stabilize if there's a period of time when there's only only two books, and when those the two books that exist are not being tied into each other, which it looks like Green Lantern and Sinestro, once Godhead ends, are not going to have a a an immediate direct tie-in together, other than being all ring bearers, they're not not going to have any common thread for a period of time. So that'll be interesting too to see it'd be it'd be interesting to see how sales go with green lantern and now that if they take it in any kind of direction where hal is kind of rogue but even though that does set the stage for which may be what robert venditti implied when he said there were a lot of solo stories coming with hal that probably may very well be what he meant that since hal is going to have a falling out with the core that you are going to we're going to see a lot of hal centric stories and we also know Hal's coming back to, to the you know to the justice league so so, it's, so we know he's not really going anywhere as far as not being a Green Lantern anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No. I think we're uh, – I think we did a good job with this. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, quick mention, guys. Contest is still going on. Go to our uh, website, lanterncast.com. There is a post in there with all the details. It will be telling you what you need to do for the uh, contest, Lanterncast testimonial. All you got to do is come up with some creative way to express your love of the Lanterncast. Uh, be that a song, some piece of art, blah, 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 blah. There's a billion different options. If you don't know if something that you're thinking that might uh, that you're thinking of doing will work, you can give us uh, shoot us an email, lanterncast@gmail.com, and we will let you know pr- 
pretty darn fast whether or not it will work uh, or not. Chances are it will. And the prizes are a Green Lantern Heroes Quest uh, softcover novel written by Denny O'Neill. Uh, Green Lantern Rebirth collector set with the softcover version of Green Lantern Rebirth and two different action figures, one of Green Lantern Hal Jordan, one of Green Lantern Sinestro, and a set of plastic Blackest Night rings from black through white. Um, also want to throw in there, for people who know that we talk about sports sometimes, Panthers are now second in the NFC South. Um, well, what, a, what an impressive achievement that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, that's but, but but your quarterback but your quarterback is lucky to be alive. So that's true. Uh, that is in very indeed true. But they are now second in the NFC South. They were third, I think. Uh, but with uh, what's his name, uh, the backup quarterback playing in place of Cam against the uh, yeah against against the Bucks, which he played the beginning of this season also against the Bucks. Uh, if, if, if I'm getting my history right here. Oh, you were correct. He started in week one when, when, when what was it that bothered Cam in the beginning of the year? Was it his, was it his back still? Uh, his ribs. His ribs. Yeah, right? his, he, ribs. his ribs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so, uh, so he's, he's won against the Bucks, and I think with the Panthers' schedule, uh, they probably have, let's see here. Um, what are they, what are they now? They're they're f- five, five, eight, and one. Uh, They're five, eight, and one. Yes, five, eight, and one. Ranked second in the NFC South. They're three, four, and zero oh at home, and two, four, and one away. Um, yeah, I'm ta- the only reason I'm talking about it is because my Texas Tech Red Raiders screwed me this year, and uh, I'm taking my victories where I can get them this season. Um, <laughs> And I'm a Redskin fan, so I have no victories. <laughs> almost literally this year, almost, almost literally. If we, <laughs> but I certainly can't take anything, take anything from this season other than it was a friggin' disaster. <laughs> at least you beat the Bucks twice. We got delivered hell beat out of us at home by the Buccaneers. <laughs> oh God! All right, you ready to? Uh, you ready? Uh, yes. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to? Are you ready to call it? This episode with the. Uh... But the. But the. Closing. Well, yes. Yes. If you'd like to contact us, email us at lanterncast. Email us at lanterncast at gmail.com. Lanterncast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, lanterncast.com. You can access our new episodes of our Ring Cyclopedia, uh, movie reviews, which we've been slacking off on. Um, you can pretty much, you name it, we're, we're getting it, we're doing it, we're, we're, trying to, we're trying to be as current as we can, but. We're doing a lot, of people. Understand? <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Use hashtag GLCast to find us on both. We are on iTunes and Stitcher. If you like us on either or both, please leave us a positive review. Last but not least, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, call us at 708-LANTERN. 708-LANTERN and let us know what you think. All right, guys. Next time, um, just looking at the calendar, it's probably going to be a uh, holiday episode of some kind. Uh, and then, uh, as I stated before, Lan- uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow episodes are coming fast and heavy now that we have uh, have actually gotten into issue reviews. So probably another episode of that as well at some point in the near future. So we will see you guys next week then. Good night, everybody. Good night.
It's not easy being green Having to spend each day the color of the leaves When I think it could be nicer being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that It's not easy being green It seems you blend in with so many other ordinary things And people tend to pass you over Cause you're not standing out like flashy sparkles in the water Or stars in the sky But green's the color of spring And green can be cool and friendly-like And green can be big like a mountain Or important like a river Or tall like a tree When green is all there is to be It could make you wonder why But why wonder, why wonder I'm green and it'll do fine It's beautiful and I think it's what I want to be